If you have yet to have kids or you are about to have your first child, this episode is for you. Today, we're going to respond to a question from one of our beloved YouTube subscribers. And the question is this, how can one prepare for their first child? If you have no children, going from zero children to one child is a 100% increase in children in your household. So you might need a little bit of guidance. We're going to talk about that on the other side. Yeah, so this is the Fierce Parenting Podcast. So it's like if you're not you're not technically a parent, well, you are a parent yet in our view, because if you have a child in utero, it's still a child. Yes. So yes. it just so happens that the child is not yet outside of the mother. <laughs> Speaking of children, we have our youngest daughter. Oh, hey, Sunny. Oh, hi. <laughs> she's smart. She's sitting up more, and so she's hanging out with us. <laughs> and by the way, she smiles at me almost every time I look at her. <laughs> it's the best. Hi. <laughs> Don't mind us. Jeez. Just recording. Oh, uh, episode's over. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Okay. This is going to be a shorter episode because if you've been following the Fierce Parenting Podcast, we are working through a number of, I'll say- Hot topic issues. Deep <laughs> rabbit holes. Oh, well, okay. And hot hot rabbit holes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. No. No, I- so I this this latest episode. Okay, so we had Easter weekend last weekend. We had the joy of baptizing our two oldest daughters. Mm-hmm. Praise God! It mm-hmm. was pr- the best day of the last. I don't know since uh, just since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Such a great day, a joy. Uh, and so I've not had as much time to prep that in conjunction with this being a very big topic. What we're covering. Um, do I should I should I preview the topic? It's not that like, it's just big. It's not that cutting edge. It's just. Humanism, postmodernism, and their implications. <laughs> They're a huge topics. So how do we... Yeah. yeah. How do so we as Christians... It, because it's such a big topic, you have to spend a lot of time yeah. making sure you don't go off the rails or she, make it relevant. She's talking to her. Yeah. So cute. Oh, hi. <laughs> just watching. We tried to get her to sit in her little chair thing, but she just... Did, she wants to be she held. She wants to be held. She wants to be a part of everything, which is great because that's what we want yeah. with our kids. So anyways, uh, let's jump into this topic uh, for today. It is a question from a YouTuber. Uh, is it uh, It's he or she? I don't know if it's a, a, a woman, like a, a mom a asking or a dad. A I don't have the name in front of me, but it came from a man. And here's, here it is. What are ways to physically slash emotionally slash spiritually prepare? For your first child, a lot of change happens, not only physically, but also emotionally when you go from zero to one children. Like I said, it's 100% increase and it hits us like a truck. Lots of parting with your wants, amen, and desires, amen, and looking to work together to put so much energy into your children, amen. Good question. But if you're going from zero to one, that's a hundred. It's one to two. If you have zero of something, then all of a sudden you have one of something. You have 100% more of that thing. So is it 200% more? Not possible. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but if you go from one child to two children, see, that's only a 50% increase. Sure. I guess that's a 100% increase too. That's what I'm saying. In the number of children. Yes. Mind blown. <laughs> from two to three, then it's 50%, 50% from three to four, then it's a 33% increase. Nobody cares. <laughs> it's a good question. I think there's a lot to cover, but I mean, briefly, so we've had, we have four daughters, as you said earlier, they range from ages nine, six, three, and three months almost. Uh, 
physical. Okay. So thinking back to our first child, um, I mean, I think a lot of the physical changes are of course for the mother. Uh, she's going through all the hormonal, emotional, yeah. like it affects everything. You're probably, you know, not feeling great. Your first trimester, all the, the way God designed your body, it is working. So you are making a baby inside there. And so there's a lot of physical toll that happens is just, you're tired. I don't yeah. know. Is there well, something that the husbands deal with? I guess what specifically you might. once the child arrives, because a lot of change happens as soon as you bring that I'm child saying prepare home. Prepare for your first child, though. Okay. Well. Okay. So, in terms of bringing the child home from the hospital, uh, the first three days were the were probably the rockiest three days of our marriage yeah, in our terms first, of communication yeah. and like not like. Being at our wits end trying to figure this thing out because the baby's crying, the dog's whining, your home hormones are crashing. I've and I've never had a baby before. And we've never had a baby. There's all this pressure. It's, it's no, it's this. just yeah. There's the pressure, but you're also recovering. I mean, your body has done something it's never done before, and it's pretty painful no matter how you look at it or how you yeah. you do it. Uh, it's it's painful, and there's a recovery process, and so never having gone through I think anything so traumatic physically. I, I I'm just saying like it wasn't emotionally no. it was beautiful you know all the things but like your physical body it takes a huge toll to have a baby yeah. so um, coming home and bringing all of that home yeah. and then you know you're you're there's the lack of sleep because babies they don't really sleep a whole lot thank you lord this one does um yeah this one does <laughs> i think physically that a lot of it for the so husband is what like mentally just gearing sleep? up for that <laughs> yeah and you know if you can talk through some of the because you won't be able if it's your first child you don't know you don't know what you don't know. What you, don't, what you don't know. Yeah. And so talk through, okay, how are we going to handle feedings at night? Now, if you're nursing, there's only one person who can nurse. And so <laughs> that's that was the case in our household. And so I, I said, okay, since you're going to be nursing, how can I support you in that? So yeah. like sleep in, go to bed early. If you're tired, yeah. sleep. Now, thankfully you, you were working well, you, know, you didn't have, you didn't, you weren't working at this time. Mm -mm. You just took, cause you were self-employed as a photographer for equestrian stuff. Yeah. And so you just said, and it was the month of December was our first child. Right. Everybody's done. And so nobody was asking things of you anyway. Right. And so you pretty much by God's grace had the first two months to not even worry about doing any sort of work. Right. And that was the norm for us anyway. You weren't having to like take time off. You just stopped taking clients. Yeah. And so thankfully we could live on the income that I had. Now, granted we were living Hand to mouth, hand to mouth, yeah. paycheck to paycheck. Um, now, if you're a father getting ready to have a child, this is one thing I really wish um, in employers would take seriously because I, I think it's really important is paternity leave. Um, now, I'm, I would say I don't want the government to impose that. I think that's not right. But I think as an employer, if you can give your employees some sort of paternity leave, two, three, four weeks, bless you, two or three or four weeks. I was able to take the entire month of December off mm -hmm. um, because and I'm self-employed as well. It was really helpful because that time really does fly when you have a newborn and you're just trying to figure out, get back into some rhythms of real life, right? Like waking up, having coffee, uh, going to bed. You know, now you're waking up with a little person that depends on you for everything. That was a lot, I think, mentally to, to process was like, <laughs> this is my new reality. Like being tired well, is kind of the way it goes and it's okay yeah. it's okay we were just marveling at this that being our fourth we're like it'd be so easy because with the first one you're like you're hyper alert hyper aware experiencing every moment every little blink every little smile every little and she's smiling <laughs> at me right now 
And I remember the, the first things we fed our oldest daughter. I remember the first time she, like every little moment I remember right. laying in bed uh, while you, you would nurse and like just marveling at this. And it's so easy to, to forget what that was like. But I would just say, as you prepare, prepare for lack of sleep. If you can take time off. And if that means saving up a little bit yeah. or whatever that means, saving up, you know, you have nine months, 10 months of runway to say, okay, I'm not going to maybe take a vacation. Maybe I'm going to take extra time at the end of the year or whatever, when, when the baby's coming, mm-hmm. um, do that, but also just prepare for the physical toll of being tired. Okay. F- I was going to say the emotional and the emotional em- moments. Uh, well, I think that comes the- from the physical. Yeah. Sorry. And as far as giving up the things. Okay. So Selena has a story. Well, we'd have a story of you. I forget how old our oldest was, but you, we were at, so we had moved back up to Washington state where we're from. We had the first was born was our first child was born in California in the desert. Mm-hmm. We were there for six months. We moved back up North and mm-hmm. then you got a, I had a one job. last job. Yeah. To kind of finish up in Northern California. Right. And we traveled for that. We flew. Yep. I was paid, paid for everything. And, and that was a moment of, okay, I'm at the hotel with, with the eight month old or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're gone. You're late hours. You're texting me. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. And this baby would not let me soothe her. Mm-hmm. She would not take have a it. Bottle. She would. She not was take like stiff arming me. She was. It was she, bedtime, and she wanted mom. <laughs> and she was screaming at the top of her lungs, stiff arming yeah. me. I remember it being so hot in that room because just <laughs> the tense, the, ten, the intensity <laughs> of it. And like, I remember I, I didn't have a shirt on. She was just in her diaper, and I'm trying to like comfort this child, and it's just sticky and hot and she's <laughs> and finally she just fell asleep in the pool of her own tears <laughs> on my chest as i'm holding her you know gently and i and and i'm just like i remember texting me like this is not gonna work yeah this is not working and you had a moment you're like yeah it's not working because it's you, not worth it you knew it it's was, not worth it it's not worth the toll that it takes on my yeah. on my family on my baby oh, my. um on me because then i can't work um to the fullness of my abilities because there's this you know, buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. And I know the stress that they're feeling. And so just, I think taking into account, I wish, you know, I wish somebody would have told us when we were first preparing for a baby, say, you are going to be tired. I mean, we did hear that. Everybody's like, get your sleep now. And I was like, "Mm, I don't like hearing that, but rest as much as you can know that you're going to be tired. Buy some good coffee, (laughs) be prepared, uh, save up. Yeah. That either time off that you can get, uh, if you're a husband, then you're working, uh, emotionally be ready for all the feels like moms. You're going to feel all the spectrum every day. Probably. I mean, every, every mom is different. Every recovery is different. Um, but I mean, I'm going into this fourth one. I was just like, can you. Just, I didn't know how to describe it. I was just like, when, whenever we fly and there's turbulence, it really like, I can keep calm, but inside I like, I have to pray. I have to, I have to like focus and say, Lord, please help me. Cause I can't control it. I don't know when it's going to stop. I don't know how bad it's going to get. And so postpartum, I was, I was telling him, I was like, the, the emotions kind of feel like turbulence. Like I, I don't know how to stop these or control these. I need you to know that this, this is what's happening. As a husband, you could have thick skin, I think. Have thick skin, but also like be my assurance, be my rock and remind me like, it's okay. You can feel these things. This is why you're feeling these things. And it's okay. God created you to, to go through these things. And yeah. it's a beautiful process. And so I think spiritually preparing for your, your first child too, you can, I know you can be praying for your child, right? Praying for yeah. the delivery, praying for labor, praying that, um, you know, God would <laughs> sanctify your heart and 
get your mm. heart and mind and soul ready to give of yourself. I mean, I think as a, as a mom, I was at a baby shower and someone once said like, you're never more like Christ when you're like burying a child, right? You're never, you're, you're being broken for the life of another. And I was like, whoa, never, you know, never thought about that. And, and so having a child is the yeah. beginning of more brokenness coming, you know, being, I guess, able to inhabit yeah. your, your life because. And on that note, from a husband's perspective, yeah. you can't be physically broken, but I think there's a way to offer yourself um, that yeah. is self-sacrificing. And I would say heading into a season of having a new child, the best thing you can do, not knowing what to expect is to hold everything else with a, with an open hand. Yeah. Here's what's close handed, your faith in Christ, your marriage to your wife, your, the fact that this child. is your child. Yeah. And the fact that you do need to provide, like those are pretty close handed things. Everything else in terms of hobbies, interests, whatever that thing that would, that would occupy your time, all those things can be more closed handed right. so that you can, uh, kind of approach this 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 sorry someone's taking our garbage back who is that it's bill <laughs> oh our neighbor's taking our garbage he's so sweet uh, like we didn't i just saw him. To do that. thanks bill <laughs> anyway hope that helps uh, this was a little bit of a shorter episode do you have anything else to add i did want to say the six week thing um because that is where husbands can be very helpful and loving and kind because Clearly, six you know, thing, what is that? Uh, you're not going to have sex for at least six weeks. Like that yeah. is not going to happen. So yep. prepare for that. Prepare. You know, yes, there are other things you can do, but is your wife up for that? I mean, is that something, you know, maybe talk yep. about it beforehand talk saying, hey, <clears throat> let's find some agreement on this and let's work through this. So I think. Communicate, <laughs> communicate, communicate, yes. hold the things you can with an open hand. Yes. Trust that the Lord will sustain you in the uncertainty. And I'll tell you this, you're in for an awesome, incredible ride. It is you wonderful. You won't regret it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, to this day, those are some of the best memories in our in my entire life. I was going to say, the, yeah. The early days of our firstborn child. Just slow down. Slow down. Just slow down and be... Rest with your baby, soak in all the, the, some of the best moments are on the changing table. Like that's where we've had almost all of their first laughs and giggles. You get to spend, you get that eye to eye, face to face time, like love on them. You know, uh, he, our first used to love, uh, getting baths at night. And so I would let him do that most of the time because kind of gave me some time and space to, you know, take care of myself, but it gave him time to kind of bond with, which each, with each of the daughters. So it really is a beautiful, just find those opportunities, soak it up, rest, let people feed you, get a meal train going, like let people yes. help. They want to help. Uh, so just prepare Amen. by not, don't just go into a hole by yourself, but bring your community along, ask for prayer, ask for help. Ooh, speaking of that, boundaries are good too. Sometimes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes people, love you so much that they don't leave you alone, you know? And, and so, or and, they stay too long and chat and they yeah. come too early and you just say, Hey, I, I think. So my job has been to run yeah. interference for you <laughs> on the boundaries. Like if the parents come over or whatever, I, I'm a little more tactful and I, I can find ways to, to say. Well, and our parents have tactfully. actually been really good about it. I would say it's probably yeah. more friends or yeah, anybody. But I, I, I asked him in advance. I was like, please be like the bodyguard. And you know, at the hospital, I don't want people coming all the time. I don't mm -hmm. want this, that, and the other. Can you Sneaky. please be the guard? People will be like, Hey, We'll bring you a meal. And that's code for we want to come hang out because we want to see the baby. And so Which as a husband, you, you it want... is great. But sometimes you're not up for it if you're yes. not getting rest and the yes. baby's colicky or whatever. And so I would say that's awesome. We'd really appreciate a meal. You, you can drop it off at this time. Yeah. And and we'll, we'll come out and get it, you know, maybe a little bit later. But, yeah. And Setting so, tactful boundaries is it, good. Yeah. And we're just if saying, you're... Hey, baby's really tired. So we're not really up for a visit right now. Yep. But we would love to be blessed by the meal. Yes. So just give us the food and leave. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is every first parent. No, I remember being so blessed by our community yeah, in California. Absolutely. They were wonderful. So. so hopefully this has been helpful. Prepare. You you just, it's also, what do they say on that movie? Ex- expect the, or. What to expect when you're expecting. Yeah. He's like, it's like jumping on a train and you just jump on and try not to die. <laughs> Something yeah. silly like that. But yep. don't wish it away and don't wish it to stay. Just enjoy every moment. Mm. Um, prep Good. as much as you can, but know there are a lot of things out of your control. Like that. <laughs> this may be our cue. Let's pray. <laughs> Father God, we thank you for the blessing that it, you want to take this baby. <laughs> I guess I can pray with the baby in my arms. Father God, we thank you for this this time. Thank you for the blessing of children. I pray for the new parents, Lord, that you would equip them, encourage them, enliven their hearts, excite their hearts for what is to come. I pray that you would keep their children healthy. God, keep them healthy and give them safe deliveries. I pray that the husbands and wives would come together in an uncertain time that they might raise a child as a young disciple of you, Lord Jesus, that we might multiply and mm-hmm. fill in the earth and subduing it with your disciples, Lord. So bless these young families. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you're watching this and you don't know Jesus, we want you to know Jesus. He is the foundation of our lives. We would be nothing without him. In fact, the universe would be nothing without him. He, through him, everything was created for him. Everything was created and by him it is sustained. Mm-hmm. He is our Lord. Mm-hmm. He is our Savior. If you don't know Christ, we want you to know Christ. So here's how you can do that. Find a friend who does. Ask them if you can read scripture together. Ask them for a pastor who preaches the word. Strong preaching is critical mm-hmm. to growth. If you don't have either of those things, we have a website for you. It's thenewsisgood.com. And of course, that good news is the gospel. So we want to share that with you. Check out that website. That said, this episode of Fierce Parenting is in the can. And we'll see you again in seven days. Until next time. Stay fierce.